Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Hey everyone, welcome to With Wit. Home alone at the moment. It's where I usually do all my recording. This week has been okay. We just got back from Palm Beach. The trip was beautiful, amazing. Palm Beach is gorgeous. The Four Seasons there is amazing. Always a little bit of family stuff, you know, you go away. It's a big birthday. Emotions are running high. Families all together. There's plans constantly. Like there's going to be some issues, you know? So Sometimes like dealing with the family dynamics on the trip can be taxing, but it's so important to reflect back on the trip and try to think about all the really, really, really special moments. Timmy and I have talked about this a lot. You don't really look back and remember the little fights at the trips. Like you look back and you remember the beautiful dinner for Chris's 80th and Sunny and Ruby slow dancing outside and Claire DeLune playing on a harp at a wedding next door. and being in the beautiful water. Those are the things that you really remember. So it's just important when you leave a trip, especially with family, some little shit goes down to try to look at it as glass half full, not to be in denial about the other situations and maybe stuff that you have to deal with with certain family members, but also like that's just always going to be there. You know, like anybody listening to this, I'm sure will agree and understand that there's always going to be some family dynamics that make things a little bit complicated, but like, that's just life. That's just family. And our love is unconditional and we will never not send these moments with them. So moving forward, I got back from Palm Beach and just felt really, really tired. These trips, like they look really relaxing, like we're on the beach and it should be really relaxing, but it's not. I mean, we're taking care of kids. For me, I'm looking at this also as a little bit of work, like trying to share with you guys what's going on, get dressed up, flex that fashion muscle. So I came home a little bit tired and I just felt like overwhelmed also more just because of taking this time off. Like it's awesome, but you come back and you just have double the amount of work. And we have 
the renovation happening right now, which is just taking so effing long. And there's just been so many unforeseen delays. So I'm just really, 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 really ready to wrap that up. And can't believe I didn't even mention this yet. But if you guys follow me on Instagram, got home Sunday night to see our enormous like 100, 200, who knows how many hundred year old eucalyptus tree just completely collapsed on our hillside, crashed into our deck, like pulled up cement beyond the work that has to be done. Like the loss of the tree was devastating for me. And I said that we're devastating to Timmy and he was like, that's a little dramatic, but it was so central to the character of the backyard. And I remember walking into this house for the first time and making a beeline outside to that tree. You can see it from the street and it's just so exquisite and now it's gone. So just dealing with the loss of that, a little bit of grief there. Now getting into a productive day, recording Today, going to Lens Crafters for an eye exam, which I'm really excited about. And yeah, trying to take it easy. My energy is low. I feel like I'm getting my period. But I'll stop complaining now. And I want you guys to be excited for this episode because this episode's actually really fun. It kind of has nothing to do with what I just chatted about. But the episode is awesome. It's with Isabel Rosado. I decided that I wanted to continue my fashion week related content. And if you haven't yet, you should definitely check out my solo titled I went to New York Fashion Week and cut my hair for more context about my trip. Today, I'm sharing a chat with the amazing makeup artist I had for the week. I met her for the first time in New York and just fell in love with her. Isabel is just so warm, so caring, so creative, like everything that you want in a makeup artist, someone that actually makes you feel comfortable, but that just does the most exquisite work on your face. Isabel Rosado is an editorial makeup artist. She lives in New York City. Her work can be found on Moda Operandi, Glossier, Hill House House, Teen Vogue, Elle, Levi's, and then so many other awesome women that she's worked on. She's also a beauty content creator on various platforms. We talked about her favorite products, how she broke into this industry, and broke down some of her favorite looks from Fashion Week. So here is Isabel. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to hear your voice. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this today. Of course. Well, thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure. Okay. So you guys, I met Isabel just like literally less than a month ago. I was referred to her by the amazing makeup artist, Katie Jane Hughes, who I've worked with a bunch in New York. And she's so, so, so talented. Highly recommend you going to check out her Instagram. But she referred me to Isabel and was like, you are going to absolutely love her. And I did. And I learned so much from her. And I felt like she has so much to share with you. So I thought it would be fun to to have her on and go through some fun makeup tips, tricks, trends, routines, all this stuff. So Isabel, welcome to With Wit. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) Okay. So let's start like from the beginning, because I think a lot of people listening are intrigued about the makeup industry and the beauty industry and how you really get your foot in the door. So where did it all start for you? I have always loved beauty in some sort of way. My mom is actually a hairstylist. 
So beauty was kind of always around. I mean, she taught me everything from how to blow out my hair, how to do my nails. And so I always knew I wanted to dabble in it. Like my inner voice was like beauty, beauty, but I just didn't know how to approach it. Mm -hmm. And so I started exploring makeup in my freshman year of college. I would practice on my sister. I would make friends at the makeup counter and just play with makeup. In college, I majored in business and my marketing professor we had to do a blog pertaining to chapters of, of business. And we had to pick a business that we really admired. And at the time it was Mac because I would go in to the makeup counter at Mac specifically right. and make right. friends. And so he was like, Hey, like I know a makeup artist that's in my other class. I should connect you guys. And I was just like, sure. Amazing. And so the rest was history from there. After college, I went to makeup school. I took a small class where they taught the basics, hygiene, that kind of stuff. Makeup school really gave me the confidence to go for Mac and work there. And so I worked at Mac. I worked there for six plus years. Wow. And during my time there is where actually I met my mentor, Katie Jane Hughes. So she took me under her wing and I became her first assistant on shows and shoots. And when I was in that world, I was like, wow, this is so full circle for me. Maybe this is where I'm meant to be. I didn't even know that this was a career, you know, mm -hmm. coming from being first generation. It's kind of like a taboo sort of thing. So, yeah. So I started assisting Katie. I assisted her for some time and I assisted other makeup artists. I, I was the, one of the go-to makeup artists for many makeup artists. Mm -hmm. And assisting in fashion is really where it all began for me because that's where I met all of my peers and I started building relationships with them. And I still have strong relationships with a lot of my peers that I've met, like photographers, stylists, hairstylists, and we all kind of refer each other. What would you say is like your marketing platform? I would say that my marketing platform is social media. And word of mouth, a strong connection within my community, the people that I've met on set, the people that I even meet via social media. There's some, mm -hmm. there's so many makeup artists and hairstylists that I meet. And when I actually meet them in person, we're so taken aback because we're like, this is so crazy how social media can make you feel that you know this person. And when you meet them, it's almost like you've known them in your entire life. I totally actually built this relationship with Jocelyn. She's the global artist for Estee Lauder. Mm -hmm. And I met her on, on social and not till recently, I met her at a beauty event that we were, that we went to, which is also another place <laughs> <laughs> that I meet a yeah. lot of people and build connections. Yeah. I was going to say, that's good to put yourself out there and always accept those invitations. A hundred percent. When I met her, I was so excited. And she was too. And it was just like this amazing energy. It was like, we've known each other our whole lives, but we've only had our internet connection. So totally, totally. Yeah. 
I love that. I mean, I think social media is so wonderful in that way. Like it really has the ability to bring people together. And like I would have never met you had it not been for that. So I'm so grateful for that. In terms of promoting yourself, in terms of using social media as a marketing tool, you have to be posting and to be like showing your work. And I'm just curious how how you approach that. At this point, I feel like social media is almost second nature to me. At first, it felt very daunting and like a second job. But I really, truly enjoy it. I am such... And when I say enjoy it, I really enjoy what I do, makeup. Mm -hmm. I'm such a makeup junkie. I love new products. And I am so excited to show them on social media. Aside from showcasing my work, I also do mini tutorials on my stories and create reels on Instagram and on TikTok. I also have a mini series that I do once a month. It's called Cocktails and Makeup, where I go live <laughs> on Fridays. It actually was born during the pandemic when we were all locked in. Yeah. And perfect. I wanted to create joy to all makeup lovers. But it's just so rewarding to mm -hmm. just share something as simple as a, a new lipstick that I got or showing how I apply an eyeliner and mm -hmm. helping someone. It's so rewarding when so I get a message and they're like, I love your tutorials so much. They help me so much and they make me mm -hmm. so happy when you do it. I, I learned so much and it's just like, I love this. It's so fun. I, I get such a high. <laughs> it's so true. It is really fun when you get to be creative with social media and get to just like show your artwork and have that supportive community. It makes it all so much fun. And to be able to touch so many people that you wouldn't have necessarily been able to. So yeah, it's so cool. Let's get into some product stuff. Tell us some of your staple go-to products and then some of the things that you always have in your kit for everyday kind of easy, natural, quick looks. So my favorite things are always changing because I use myself as a guinea pig when I receive new product to see if I'm going to like it. But at the moment... I am loving the milk all over, milk makeup all over concealer. Mm. I use it every day. And the Bare Minerals Serum Concealer. When I do my skin, I just do a little bit underneath the eyes, around the nose, around the mouth, mm. and just cohesively blend it elsewhere. I use very, I'm very strategic about my skin. Uh, my second product is the Super Goop Glow Screen. Mm. I love a sunscreen. Sunscreen is so, so, so importante. <laughs> 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 and it just gives like a beautiful glow. So when I do go in with my concealer, I'm not adding so much makeup because there's like that pearlescent feature glow already right so you'll Love put it. your you'll put your sunscreen on first and then like a little bit of con spot concealer on top correct yes yeah my third product is the tower 28 make waves mascara it's just such a really great one it has a silicone kind of applicator with like micro i call them teeth like the little combs Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it separates the lashes really nice and gives like nice volume and length. The Ami Cole brow gel, it's Ooh. the clear one. It holds the brows up really nicely. 
And I don't necessarily always fill in my eyebrows, but when I do use a brow gel, that has been my go-to lately. Mm-hmm. And a red lipstick. I love a red lipstick so much because <laughs> even if you aren't using it boldly, you can use it as a stain. You can steal some and put some on your cheek, put some on your eyes. It's a really multi-purpose item. I don't want to speak for everyone, but I'm so intimidated by a red lip just by like how often I have to reapply, like where it's getting. Is it on my teeth? Is it on my clothes? Like I I love a red lip. I just like, yeah, I definitely get intimidated by it. That's something that I feel most people uh, feel. Yeah. I think it's two things. I think it's you have to feel feel it. You know, you have to feel mm-hmm. is this me? Do I like it? And totally. if you do want to give it a try and you're afraid of touch up of touching it up or it's smearing everywhere, you really want to, after you apply it, blot it off. I okay. like to also take a, a bit of a Q-tip and go around the edges to like blur them so yeah, that it looks okay. more like a stain and doesn't go anywhere and doesn't budge. Okay. I'm going to do it for lunch today. Do it and take a picture, I'm please. Do it. I will. I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And now word from our sponsor. If you are new and can't tell by this episode, I live for beauty, skincare, and hair care. It brings me so much joy. I have a new product for you. 90% of traditional skincare actually goes to waste, and the ingredients are wiped or sweat off before they achieve anything. Droplet addresses this core challenge in dermatology. The breakthrough patent and microinfuser is a handheld device that transforms serums into thousands of tiny, high-velocity micro-mists that absorb into the skin 20 times deeper than topicals, where the ingredients can actually do some good. It feels like a mist, but offers an injectable alternative without needles, without pain or recovery time. It is the ultimate self-care experience from the comfort of your home. The device works with formulation capsules like an espresso, so you can use it to infuse the treatments that are right for you into, not just onto your skin. This system pairs their latest device model with the Droplet mobile app to unleash the most powerful, deeply penetrating results and lets you personalize your skincare routine with targeted treatment modes. Droplet is fun and easy to use and delivers powerful treatments in under 60 seconds, morning and night. For a limited time, listeners can get 50% off your Droplet device at droplet.io and use code WITHWIT. That's droplet, D-R-O-P-L-E-T-T-E dot I-O, code WITHWIT. So really one of the greatest me times is in the shower. I love my shower so much. We renovated our bathroom several years ago and I turned my shower and my bathroom really into a true oasis. Cleansing the day off in there is just one of the greatest ways for me to wind down, for me to really be present. My new go-to shower products are actually from a brand called Tree Hut. The creators of America's number one body scrub have just released new hydrating gel washes, skin-quenching lather with a luxurious long-lasting scent. I've been using their vitamin C one. Their gel wash is infused with a fruit oil complex that delivers a heavy dose of hydration, leaving skin super smooth and soft. All washes are formulated with their hydrating oil complex to plump skin with renewing antioxidants, brightening vitamin C, as I mentioned, and nourishing rich fatty acids. 
Great for clearing your skin of dirt, oil, and grime while balancing its microbiome. You know from past episodes that I'm all about skincare and the microbiome and gut health. So complete your shower routine with Tree Hut, available at Target and Ulta. The Moroccan Rose Foaming Gel Wash is delicious. It's in there as well. Timmy and I are switching off between that and the vitamin C one. It leaves my skin feeling fresh and glowy and bright, plus the smell. Ugh, delish. Other scents include Tropical Glow, pineapple, and cocoa colada. Shop Tree Hut now at Target and Ulta online and in-store. And now back to the chat. So those are like your go-tos for you. And now what about in your kit? Okay. So in my kit, I love the Tom Ford Shade and Illuminate. It's my go-to. I use it in every makeup that I do. I love the Chanel Balm Essential highlighting stick in shade sculpting. It's such a great shade because you can use it on every skin tone and it gives this beautiful glow to the skin where it almost looks quite wet, but Mm. does not give glitter or metallic or any of those textures. It just looks like Mm. you got a facial. Amazing. I love it. Okay. Love that. I really love skin. Skin is like one of my favorite things. So I think that's why we really clicked. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, for everyone, like, that is why we really click because for me, it's like someone that can do my skin in a way where it looks still like my skin, still natural, but like covered in a glowy way is is ideal. I'm like really precious about the skin under my eyes. And I don't know. I just felt like I could be honest with you about it. And you heard me yeah. and saw me and then just like knew what to do about it. So that felt good. Completely. Well, thank you. I mean, I understand it because for myself, I don't like to feel like I have foundation on. Right. It makes me feel self-conscious if I feel that way or if I get a compliment that's, oh, your makeup looks great. I'm, right, I'm more right. like, I want you to tell me my skin looks great. What totally. skincare am I using? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's just like our style of makeup, too. Um, exactly. So another product that I have been loving that I used on you quite a bit was Mm -hmm. the, it's called the Tarte by Tarte Cosmetics. They're, I think it's called Main Eater Liquid Blush. (laughs) It has such a funny name. Okay. Uh But the the blush, it's it's a liquid blush. It, It offers a very sheer color and it's very Mm -hmm. forgiving. It gives a wet kind of plumped cheek without yeah. that those shimmers and glitters. So that's become one of my staples in my kit recently. Yeah, I like the texture of that because it also doesn't really then sit in your pores. This is just a skincare item. Yes. Again, <laughs> it's, it's a multi-purpose item. It's called Restore Healing Balm. And I use it as a lip balm on my clients. Okay. But it's also a multi-purpose item because it's sort of like an ointment. It's good for eczema. It's good for healing. It's good for all of the things. Anything you need. If if you want to give yourself like a little bit of like a transparent highlight on the skin. I love mm-hmm. that stuff. And it's okay. by Dr. Rogers, I believe. Okay. Okay. 
I love that kind of like everything salve. Like that's what I use the Lucas Papa ointment. I use that on my mm-hmm. lips, under my eyes, like on my elbows, in my cuticles. It's kind of like the thing I bring everywhere. Yes. I love a multi-purpose item. So would you say like that Tom Ford then is your favorite bronzer situation? I love a a, a cream bronzer just because it's very forgiving and looks like skin. And typically what I end up doing is layering a bit of powder bronzer on top so that it really locks it in. Do you use a primer? It depends on the situation, really. And it depends Mm -hmm. on the person's skin. I feel that, in my opinion, I can use skincare as my primer. So Mm -hmm. if someone has really a really oily T-zone, I won't overly moisturize that area. Right, right. Or sometimes it's a case by case scenario. I do have a mattifying primer that I really love in my kit. It's by Rare Beauty. I love mm-hmm. Rare Beauty also. Mm-hmm. And they're I'm not sure if it's called mattifying primer, but it does mattify. And I do love using that one in the T zone. So it's really case by case. If someone is in front of me and I notice that they're extremely you know, that they tend to be extremely oily in the Mm -hmm. Mm T-zone, I will utilize that primer. But for, you know, in most cases, skincare is is really key. Yeah. So then let's talk about that. So prepping the skin is very important to you and like a huge part of a makeup artist's job. What is your process for that? Maybe you can start by by saying how you prepped my skin and then if there's anything different that you want to like throw in for for how you would do others go for it so for your skin when I came into to see you your skin (laughs) was clean and Mm -hmm. you had sort of prepped it yourself by what by cleansing it and Mm -hmm. we used your your skincare Mm -hmm. which I'm always a bit hesitant to use others skin skincare just because sometimes the formulas don't mix well with makeup but I always like to be flexible and give it a try Mm -hmm. Uh, and your skincare (laughs) was amazing I yeah that serum I was using the skin products it's just the brand skin when I got there I did like a exfoliation so I used like a little bit of a scrub and then yeah I I know I use the osmosis dermal repair cream always was like the skin hyaluronic and a vitamin C. And then I think like my embryolese moisturizer on top and an eye cream. Cause I find that the embryolese moisturizer is a, for me, I like it. It's a really good base for makeup. Mm -hmm. And then with the hyaluronic, the hyaluronic gives that like extra glow. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Embryolese is really, really great. I would, I would, for those people who tend to have to tend to be more oily or have a an oily t-zone I would strategically Mm -hmm. place it because it does Mm -hmm. have time release so Mm -hmm. meaning as you wear it it will tend to get a bit shiny but it's a great moisturizer for for makeup 100 Mm -hmm. I love to use that one on set actually what are your makeup prepping skincare items like what does your kit look like so my makeup prepping skincare items are I always like to start with a mist Mm -hmm. and spritz the skin and make sure and just set that energy because when you start, (laughs) I I know I'm being very like, no, I love it. (laughs) 
makeup for me really is like a meditation. So it's really that energy that you're, you know, also releasing to the person in front of you. So I always like right. to do a mist. I love the Caudalie mist. Mm-hmm. And then okay. I will do some Bioderma with a cotton pad to really cleanse the skin. This is this is a skincare regimen that I typically do on set mm-hmm. to cleanse the skin. And then I will assess the person's skin in front of me. I really love the Augustinus Fodder. Hopefully I'm saying that. Right. Uh-huh, uh-huh, the uh-huh. rich cream. Mm-hmm. I love Embryolise. I love Walita skin food. And mm. I love this other one. It's called, it's from Lover Shay Posse. It's their sensitive cream. Oh. I can't remember it off the top of my head. That's However, okay. we'll link it. Yeah. Yes. Cool. However, I always like to have skincare in my kit that is great for sensitive skin. Because you never know the what you're the you know what you're going to run into and right. who's going to be sensitive to what. So always try to be sympathetic to that. But those uh-huh. are my four favorite moisturizers to use. So I like okay. to massage the skin, push the redness away from the nose, and like mm-hmm. really lift the skin. And I do that for a little bit. And while I'm doing that, that is my process. That's how I am imagining, you know, what, what kind of makeup we're going to do, what, mm-hmm. what products I'm going to do. I know this is off, off it again, but that's what I'm thinking about while I'm doing skincare. Yeah, no, I'd love to know the whole process and what goes into it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then I do some lip balm, some exfoliating on the lips if needed. Mm-hmm. I really love the, so Sephora make these charcoal wipes and they have Mm. a texture to them and I cut them up in little pieces and use them to exfoliate the skin on the lips and then yes so instead of using a lip scrub or you know those types of products Mm -hmm. you tend to make a bit of a mess and the wipes are just so easy sometimes I just give them to my clients and have them use their own pressure to scrub and then yeah. I'll do the restore healing balm or even the Laneige overnight lip mask I love that oh stuff. I love that one yeah and then I start foundation and concealer and the rest of the skin totally okay amazing I love that I mean it's such like a calming soothing experience and that massage to begin I think is it's like a moment for both. It's a moment like for you to get grounded and it feels like so nice for the client. I felt like I was falling asleep like several times when you were doing (laughs) my makeup. Okay. And now a quick ad break. Okay. Meal planning can feel like such a chore if it doesn't come naturally to you. Looking for meals that are ready to eat, delivered to your door, and actually help you look and feel your best? Well, Saqqara is the answer, and it's so much more than just a meal delivery program. Saqqara is a nutrition program that's like having a nutritionist and chef in one. Their meals are expertly designed to support your goals from weight management to clear skin and boosted energy. And they're also delicious. Not worrying about where my lunch is coming from during a busy day lifts such a weight off. Ease bloat and keep energy levels high with science-backed, nutritionally designed meals that you will actually look forward to eating. 
I am all about snacking. They have a great snack selection too. Protein bars and granola that help with detox, beauty, energy, and focus. Sakara delivers science-backed, plant-rich nutrition programs and wellness essentials right to your door. The ready-to-eat meals are nutritionally designed to deliver results from weight management and ease bloat to boosted energy and clearer skin. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to Sakara.com slash with wit or enter code with wit at checkout. That's Sakara, S A K A R A dot com slash with wit to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash with wit. Thank you to the sponsors who helped me make this happen. Back to the episode. Let's do a breakdown of maybe one or two of your favorite looks from from fashion week. I feel like one that everybody is going to want to know is, is the one in the yellow dress. And so let's start with that one. Okay. Well, before I get into the breakdown, I just want to thank you for giving me the creative freedom to do your makeup. I, I think it's so, I had so much fun doing your makeup. I got to really do my thing. I don't know, but I wanted to thank you to thank you for that. Truly. Honestly, for me, I choose people based off what I see is their talent. Like I look, you know, I trust them and I feel like the, everyone can really do their best work when they like let their creativity fly. And so I I always like to just like put the trust out there and then it's for the artist to kind of run with it and go with it. And hopefully then it aligns. I just knew that having worked with Katie and having seen everything that you had done, like I knew that we were going to, to hit it off. And I literally, all I had to do was just like show you what I was wearing. And then I was like, run with it. So everything that you saw was totally out of her imagination. (laughs) Amazing. So for eyes, I used the pillow talk quad palette and Mm -hmm. I used a taupey sort of shade just to buff it all over the eye and give a nice canvas in the background Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for the eyeliner i used the maybelline master precise pencil it's this gel formula and it's in a skinny pink packaging it's one of my absolute favorites to do any liner and it is the base to all the liners that i do i love it because it's thin and it's precise. So if you want to create a nice, delicate liner, it's just amazing. That's good to know. I have such a hard time with like liquid or gel liners. It's so good. I'll okay, help you with I'm that get it. next time okay. I see you. Okay, <laughs> okay good. <laughs> and then I use the Makeup by Mario liquid liner on top. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Okay. I used the... Chanel blurry gray palette. It's different shades of gray just to give kind of a softness to the eyeliner. So it's not more, so it's not graphic. It's more like doe-eyed shape, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. more of a powder Mm -hmm. texture to the eye. Mm -hmm. For cheeks, I use the Tom Ford Shade and Illuminate. Okay. The Tarte Cosmetics Liquid Man Eater. Main. Yeah. It, has to be main it has to be Main Eater. I think it's Man it has- Eater. It has- 
<laughs> in in the shade buff and a bit of the rose ink azalea cream blush mm. so these are all cream blushes and then i did top it over with the chanel blush which i believe is it is pronounced rose ekern ekern okay either way it's like it's an earthy rose color that's what i use and is that a powder blush on top this is a powder blush on top correct and I just nice. very lightly, like almost like a whisper, whispery veil over the cheeks. Yeah, I have this like really good RMS fan brush for blush oh, that I you love. can just. Yeah, it's really good. Look at it. And you can just use it like really, really lightly if you want that, like a little bit of the powder over the the cream. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I love a good fan brush for sure. Mm-hmm. I will try that. For lips, I used Chanel's Ultra Liquid Lip Color in the shades, two shades. I love to mix. I'm a cereal mixer for lips. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I used shade Tender Beige and Intense Caramel. I also used the Westman Atelier Biscuit to slightly line your lips. And then I took... So the Tom Ford Shade and Illuminate also has a highlight uh-huh. cream to it. I took a little bit of that and I popped it in the center of your lips to give almost like that lip gloss effect. Yes, yes. Without the lip gloss. Right. That's what I use for that look. Amazing. And for your brows, I did the Anastasia Taupe Eyebrow Pencil uh-huh. and the Benefit Brow Gel. Okay. And do you remember what kind of like concealer or foundation you used on my skin that day? Oh my gosh. How did I miss that? (laughs) (laughs) For for foundation, I used the Armani Armani Luminous Silk on you. I I need to get that. I feel like everybody is obsessed with that. It's such a good one. It really is. Mm -hmm. I love it Mm -hmm. so much. It looks so pretty in pictures. You'll have to tell me what color you used. Okay. I mixed for sure. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I told you I am a cereal mixer. Well, I guess if you're an artist <laughs> and you're like a painter, then of course you're mixing, you know, like artists are never just using the colors like straight out of the tube. So I totally get that. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you just, you have a vision and it hasn't been created. <laughs> Exactly. And then as far as concealer, I used the NARS Creamy Radiant Creamy Concealer. Uh Uh-huh. And that's all. And that's all. And just a a touch of powder, just a whisper of it strategically Mm -hmm. in the T-zone. That's it. And what kind of powder do you like for that? The Laura Mercier Loose Powder. Amazing. They're a new blurring one. Amazing. Love it. Okay, good. All right. So for those of you who loved that look, we're linking everything so you can try it for yourself. Was there any other look that you loved that you like prepared a little walkthrough of? I really loved the blue eye we did. Oh, I loved the blue eye. It, it was so fun. Walk us through it a little bit. Like just the just the the eye and the lip. So the lip was actually the Chanel Ultra Lip in Tender Beige. So okay. what I use in the 
one in the yellow dress, but just uh-huh. one color, not mixed. Okay. Okay. And then for the eyes, I used the Chanel blurry blue, which uh-huh. is also a quad of different types of blue. It's a monochromatic palette. I love that series of the Chanel quads uh-huh. in blurry because the colors are almost watercolor. So they're very forgiving and they just look gorgeous when they're blended out. I'm so I used it that right now in blurry. But, yes, blurry blue. So I used that. But the main star of the blue show oh, yeah. uh-huh. was the bodyography shadow crayon. It's like a shadow eyeshadow stick in the shade cobalt. And that's what I used to map out all of the blue around your eye. Uh-huh. And for the shimmery parts, I use the Fenty Beauty. I believe it's called the Balm, Balm, Balm powder uh-huh. in shade. Uh-huh. How many carrots? Okay, so that's what gave you that glimmer on the eye. Love it. And that's it. And then some mascara, and I did a bit of tight lining with my Maybelline Master Precise pencil that I love. Okay, so that you do like on the lash line underneath? I do. I do. What would you say now at this point are some of your goals in the industry? Well, first and foremost, my number one priority is to always be happy and stay authentic and true in any project or person I'm working with. That's Mm -hmm. my number one. Mm -hmm. I... So important. I would love to keep on doing what I'm doing now, which is a mixture of like working on set, on campaigns, on ads, editorial work. But I do want to mix in a little bit more red carpet in my work. So that's my goal for this year, really. I I want to do, I would like to do more award shows like the Oscars, the SAG Awards, the Met Gala. That's something totally. that I really want to do. I don't in blame you. This career, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So call me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going, it's like I'm not going to the Oscars, but I'm going to Oscars after party if you want to come to LA next week. Sure. <laughs> Be there. Oh, funny. But yeah, I mean, I think that is I of course, like all the other stuff is such a creative outlet, but it is so like gratifying and satisfying to see your work at, on those other carpets. 100%. So yeah. that yeah. that's that's one of them. Another one along the line or whenever it happens, I'm mm-hmm. I'm happy to go with the flow and just what is it that line that says slow and steady wins the race? I, that's exactly I truly believe it. in that. Yep. I, I truly believe in that. Mm-hmm. But I would love to work alongside like a beauty brand, whether it's in a artist residential capacity, like yeah. a Chanel makeup artist or yeah. a beauty collective or a creative directive. I would love to consult with beauty brands. Mm-hmm. And yeah. at the moment, I'm fully freelance, but one day I would love to have a, a manager or an agent. Yeah. <laughs> but I love where I am now. I'm such a control freak and I I just I love all the admin stuff. It I'm so like 
I love it. it. Just, yeah, like, it's important to know how to run your own business. And then I think, you know, you get to a point where you want to just be doing the creative part and you're able to then like hire the people to help you with with that other stuff. But I think that you're crushing and you're going to continue to crush. I just know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. What advice do you have for any aspiring artists out there? Reach out to other makeup artists. Mm-hmm. Write everything down, your goals, your experiences, what you want to learn, what you have learned. I always find it really important to keep a personal work journal. Uh-huh. Just a, a, a journal of your progress so that you can look back on. Really? I feel like this one might sound a bit cliche, but keep uh-huh. going. I would hear this all the time, but it's so true. If you really, really want this career and you you just you're just hungry for it reach out follow up knock those doors down yeah this journey is is really a roller coaster and there are days where you just question yourself and you feel like am i is this is this right am i good enough for this and you are you are totally worthy those feelings are completely natural words of affirmation manifesting energy is so much in this life and in this industry so if you want it keep going you'll attract that positive energy and always ask questions no question is ever silly that's how you learn and also practice really practice on whoever whoever's willing to lend you their face because practice is really going to make you better of course yeah yeah i i so align with everything that you said and i really feel like if you open up your energy to things that they will come you know it might not be overnight but it's just so interesting like when i walk into a room like open minded and curious and like ready to listen and chat i feel like everyone is just like nicer. And then like things happen, like whatever it is, whatever, whether it's personal connections or like a cool career moment or something, just like being open to stuff is so major. Yeah. So, and also in, in your role, in what you do, because when you're working on someone's face, like it's such an intimate thing, right? And your energy is so important. Like you're totally coming into their world and creating how they then face the world. So your energy and how you walk into a door and make the other person feel comfortable is, I mean, almost to me just as important as like your talent in a way, you know? Completely. Yeah. Completely. Completely. Yeah. And not just, I mean, energy is is super important, but also being proactive with the goals that you set. Yeah. Yeah. And even if, even if they seem big, you know, you know, it goes back to just basic goal organizing, right? You know, you want to make, you want to have a list of goals, but you also want to do small things that will help you get there. Yeah. And it's okay if, if you don't get to the goal that you want to get to in your set amount of time, but as long as you're close to it, you know, and, and you yeah. really check up on yourself and are present, it's just, it, it matters so much. And it's so true. Yes. So true. Oh, you're the best. 
Okay, last question. When you are running around like crazy, let's say like for fashion week, when it's a crazy week or, you know, in New York City, you have your kit, you're running around from like client to client or you're lugging all your shit around a a set or whatever it is. (laughs) What do you do to take care of yourself during these crazy weeks? I love to get my nails done. So when I have time to do that, my nails and my pedicure, I'm going to my nail girl and I'm picking it with her. I have two dachshunds, Sophie and Oliver. Amazing. And they are the best. I love to spend my time with them. They're they are my my babies. What else do I love to do? I I love to sit at my desk and just play with makeup. I know I probably shouldn't do that because I deal with makeup all day, but it's just so fun. I really love no, it. No, I mean, it's your like, passion. you know, makeup that I haven't gotten around to and stuff, content creating. Yes. I will make sure I definitely go to bed early because when I'm running around, some, I'm just, my back hurts, my feet hurt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the one thing I want to do take a, like a nice warm shower and put a nice face mask on and deep condition my hair and just sit in my bed and just with my dogs yeah doing those things and also making time for friends i i really struggled with that at first Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i'm finding myself building more time in my schedule to see my friends and grab a coffee with them or some dinner or my best friend lives so close to me so sometimes if i'm off and she's off or she's working remotely from home i'll just come over and just spend time with her, whether we're just sitting in silence. And it's just, it's just so nice to have friends and family around. It's so true. And like, I think sometimes we get caught up in like making a plan and like get for me, at least, I don't want to speak for you, but I get like plan anxiety and it, it doesn't have to be a whole thing, like just a popover or a quick hangout. Like literally yesterday, I just asked my sister if she wanted to come over and watch TV with me. <laughs> and it was amazing, you know, mm-hmm. so I know we get so much out of our relationships and we have to remember that sometimes whenever, like, especially for me when I get social anxiety. But, I totally get the social anxiety thing. I, right. I, like it always feels I suffer easier. from that too. <laughs> yeah. Like it always feels easier to just like go home and chill. You're always like, oh, I'd rather even if it's like with my best friend sometimes I'm like, I'd rather just go home and chill. But then I force myself to do it because I know that I'm going to walk away feeling so much more full, you know? Yes. Yep. Um, That's actually one of my goals this year is just to force myself mm-hmm. if I'm feeling uncomfortable with being social mm-hmm. just force myself be- because at the end of the day it's it feels so good it's almost like working out like sometimes right. you you might dread working out but once you do it you're like wow, I feel so good like I could think clearer and I'm just happier and you know and then 100%. you feel more and more comfortable the more you do it and then like it actually becomes fun and it doesn't have to become like a thing but yeah this was so awesome. Thank you again for taking the time to do this. For everybody listening, where can they find you? So they can find me on Instagram or TikTok. And my handle is Isabel Y. Rosado. Thank you. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney E. Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.